0: Give you understanding. Simon Peter, this verse one, chapter one, verse one. 2 Peter. Simon Peter is servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Now this letter is written to who? To the believers. Saying we have obtained like precious faith with the apostles. And say grace and peace be multiplied unto you through The knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Now, he mentioned that we are the grace is multiplied to us through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. And this knowledge is very important because Apostle Peter is going to capitalize on that word knowledge of God in a moment. And you will remember this is eternal life the knowledge of God. But still, says, according as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. It is the knowledge of Christ that is is giving us this life and godliness. Of course, how do we get to be godly? Because Christ has revealed himself to us. The knowledge of him is giving us more of that life and godliness. But for whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these, by these promises, they might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, Apostle Peter is going to reveal to us here, we have been called by the Lord to know Christ. And that through the pressure of the promises of God, we are to partake of the divine nature of God. And it started by making us escape the corruption that is in the world through us. We have to first be cleansed from our sins. That is the first escape. When we escape the corruption, the loss of the eyes, loss of the flesh, the sinful nature, that is the born again experience. That is the beginning of it. Then he's going to ask us to... Add some things to our faith in the next few verses, but he was talking about the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is, is what is going to give us all of these things. Now, verse five said, and beside this, beside this, escaping the corruption that is in world through us, we are now to begin to do this, giving all diligence at least diligently do this thing, diligently do this thing. Add to your faith virtue and the substance. And to virtue, knowledge. That's called, talking about the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, not just knowledge of science or knowledge of other things in the world, but the knowledge of these spirit things of God, spiritual things of God. And to knowledge, temperance, self-control. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness. Charity or love. He said we have to add all these things to our faith. Say so we have believed God. We have been born again. That is the beginning of it. Born again means we have escaped escape the corruption that is in the world. Our new nature has, again, new nature has been given to us. The old nature of sin has been removed. That's escaping the corruption that is in the world through us. Now add to that patience, virtue, knowledge of Christ, more knowledge, more knowledge, seek more of him to know him more patience, godliness, brotherly kindness, and then love. Let's Add these things step by step to one another. And let me talk a little bit about that knowledge, because the knowledge of the Son of God is what is going to give us the fullness of the stature of Christ. Remember in the book of Ephesians, i preach preached it in many other places, in the book of Ephesians chapter 4, this is what God has put in His body, why He put this in His body in verse 5. 11 Chapter 4 of the book of Ephesians, Apostle Paul was talking about this same thing. He said, God has put in his body He gave us gifts, apostles, and He gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers. Why? Pastor say, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Till we all, Excuse me. See, we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. Verse <coughs> <coughs> 13. See, we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God. It is that knowledge of the Son of God that will bring us unto a perfect man. Unto the nature of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So I was trying to underscore that knowledge of the Son of well, God. And the Logic Christ actually said it in the book of Gospel of John, chapter 17, when he was praying. What is eternal life? He gave he gave a division of it in chapter 17, when the Logic Christ was praying. He said, in verse 1 to 3, Father, the hour is come, glorify thy Son and thy Son, as that thy Son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power of our flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. What is eternal life? And still said, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Knowing God and knowing Jesus Christ is eternal life. But that's all. Yeah. No knowledge of him is going to make us become like him. Say so we say so we build his glory. He said, and we all with open face beholding as it were the glory of God. We are shamed to that same image from glory and glory. As we look unto him, as we try to know him more, then we are being shamed. It's a spiritual thing. We shame from glory unto glory unto the image of the Son of God. So that knowledge of him is what he is most us, not just the lifestyle we are living on that. But the more we know about him, the more he us, make us change as we change to spiritual experience and a spiritual transformation, like a metamorphosis. Look of a metamorphosis of a butterfly. You've read it in the, in the biological lab. The butterfly from the egg, you come out of the egg and you crawl around like a cocoon very soon. You went into what we call a cocoon, it's a, a pupa state or it could where he just stay there but it's not just staying there, something is changing inside him something is changing inside him something is changing inside him there's a power that's making a transformation a power that's making a transformation that is a mystery that human beings does not know what, how that is coming to take place think of the egg the sperm comes into an egg and the die scientist just thought just a sperm but inside that sperm is a spirit that suddenly begins to formulate like, because it's a gestation. Gestation, if you know, something is just changing, it's just it's just uh, just uh, tumbling like this. But it's a gestation that's taking place. But it's a spirit that is forming that body that does uh, chemicals upon himself to produce an image of himself. That power that God called the the power of growth that is the, the that is causing the gestation that is. A mystery to mankind, but that's exactly how we are going to mentor more force also, into the image of God, but when we keep looking at Him, Jesus. say we are to know Him more. The knowledge of the Son of God is going to change us from glory unto glory, unto the image of the Son of God. We have to keep our eyes on Jesus. Essential. That's one thing that Apostle Peter is saying in a, in a, in a way, in a, in a mystery here. That it is the knowledge of the Son of God that is going to make us become perfect. And Christ Apostle said he put those ex, those uh, ministries also to keep teaching the body of Christ. The more he teaches us, the more we teach, the more we know, you know. So as we know him more, we are changing. We are changing to become his character. And that is what's going to change us to light, because God is light and he's changing us from glory unto glory until we become like Christ Jesus. Christ now we appear in form of light because he is in the full image of God. And we are to come to that state, and gradually we are to shame from glory unto glory. And that is what Peter is saying here that it is adding to your faith knowledge, knowledge of him, keeping looking at him, and temperance and patience and godliness and brotherly and, and then law. Verse 8. For if these things be in you, what things? All these things he said you add to your faith. After we are born again, that's the beginning of it. We add to all this to our faith. See these things be in you and abound, it has to keep producing more and more, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. As verse 8, if these things he said we should add to our faith, if they abound and remain in us and abide in us and and increase, say we shall not be barren nor unfruitful in what? In the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, because I say, as we know Him more, we are we are changing. As we know Him more, we are changing. We are metamorphosing into His image. The same way, if we have all of these things which we are to say, we shall not be unfruitful. We shall not be unchanging, because that is what is going to make us to keep changing. As we add this thing to ourselves our temperance, and godliness, and patience, and love, and knowledge of the Son of God, we will be changing to His image from glory unto glory. Metamorphosis until you become like Jesus Christ. That is the way God has created. That is the power that is in the Creativity that God made even in the egg that is forming into Into a human being come from a little sperm into the egg, but that's not just a a, a, a liquid it's a spirit inside it Power is the spirit and that is the spirit that is gestating the egg. Very soon is producing all the Cream of the egg, and also is forming the image of the spirit that is inside that egg, and it's putting the body upon itself, and that is how we all come out of the world. That's how living things come out of the world, and that's that most forces that took place that bring us out as human beings, bring animals out as an animals. That same metamorphosis is going to make us change to the image of Christ as we keep looking at him. And that is what Apostle Paul and all these apostles are revealing that we are going to change from glory unto glory. Second Corinthians chapter 3. Let's read that. This is how Apostle Peter call it. Apostle Paul called it in 2nd Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 18. Verse 17 says, Now the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Verse 18 of 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 says, But we all with open face, we have to open our eyes to keep looking at Jesus. Beholding us in a glass the glory of the Lord. Someone's looking through a glass, but we are seeing the glory of the Lord. Are uh, change into the same image from glory unto glory. It's a change, gradual change. See the same when you see a human being that is formed in the womb of a woman. It's a gradual change, but it's going to take nine months for that egg to produce a human being. When it's uh, three months, you can't stop it. It will don't look like a human. It will be like a deformed person. At six months, you can't stop it. It has to complete that that, that, that time must complete, it must complete its process, and by nine months it's now fully completed in human being. The same way we can't stop this changing, otherwise you will not be complete. You will know, not be an incomplete Son of God. We have to go from glory unto glory unto glory unto glory until we become like Christ in this gestation that is taking us through by the knowledge of the Son of God keep our eyes upon him, that's what he's saying we have to add all this to our faith, not knowledge, faith virtue, temperance patience, godliness kindness, and love as we add those sorrows and we keep abounding in them we are going to be changing from glory unto glory and we are not going to be burning in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, That is, we are not going to be barring from, from changing to that fullness of Christ as he said as long as we keep abounding in this, this apostle Peter said to us. Verse 9 of 1 Peter, or 2 Peter chapter 1. He went for as a bet. He that lacketh these things. If you lack any, any of these things, he is blind. And cannot see afar off. I mean, he is blind, cannot see this thing we are talking about, this spiritual gestation, that God is producing in sins. Sins are uh, to become perfect. We are sins already, we are to become perfect. It's like gestation is going on in our spirit, being to become like Christ. We have to keep looking at Him. You can't stop looking at Him. You can't stop growing in the knowledge of the Son of God. That's why He say you have to add to your faith, virtue, knowledge, temperance. You have to keep adding this time, abounding them. Don't stop the process. Otherwise, it will be an, a premature, incomplete bath that will not look like a human being. If it's, a, if it's nine months, that's not complete. It will be a, a, a what call it? Premature baby that is uh, that is not uh, fully fully formed. But you see, when we have to complete that process, if you are going to be like Christ, you must complete that process of of uh, looking unto Jesus Christ and going in grace in the you knowledge of Lord Jesus Christ. If you lack like this, and say we are blind and cannot see afar, or cannot see these things, and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sin, because if you forget that you are purged from your old sin, you go back to it. Verse 10, First Second Peter chapter one. Wherefore, the rather brethren give diligence and do this diligently to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you shall never fall. If you do all these things to your feet, you shall never fall. Now, those who will never fall are those that God is looking for. Verse 11 is the key. We are going to say, For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our lord and savior jesus christ now in short what is he's saying that it's like we are running a race God is saying, everybody run and he's looking at us and he draws a line those who are running the race and cross this line they shall never fall so that's what god is saying and that's why our Peter is preaching to us here he said if you do these things you will not be barren you will not be unfruitful in the knowledge of God, you will be going in this knowledge. But if you are lacking this thing, you are blind, you can't see it afar off. He said, If you do this thing diligently, you will make your calling and election show, and you shall never fall. Those who are crossing that line that they shall never forgot, say, Well, if you cross this line, calling line of Rubicon, you shall never fall. Those who are crossed that line that will never fall are the one that he is ministering to in this verse 11. That for so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That is a spiritual ministration that only goes to us. For those who are saying they are running the raised. they can never fall because they have crossed this line, then he ministered the entrance to them. So don't think you already got it yet because you are born again. Apostle Paul said, Forgetting the things that are behind, I press, looking forward to the things that are before me, I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God. Philippians chapter 3, verse 14, read that. Because many people, they sit on their laurels thinking, oh, I'm born again, and they're just playing games until very soon they might fall back into the offenses. And it's very important, that's why he said, take, and Apostle John, we reading the story of, of uh, the letters of Jude, also we mentioned, it. he said, contend for the faith. Christ said it this way. He said, strive to enter in. When somebody say, Are we only few that say, say well, Who say you are saved? Well, strive to enter in. So we have to keep on striving. This is how our possible Paul it in Philippians chapter 3, from verse 13. Even let me write this from verse 12, verse 12. You see how our apostle humbly pursuing this thing. After we read it from this letter of Apostle Paul, it was deep and it started from from verse eight. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. Now, Apostle Paul was writing this not at, not before he was saved. That was after he was saved. And he has already been preaching. He said that I may win Christ and be found in Him, not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. See that. And verse says, but that I may know Him. You want to know, because you already know Him. Say, I may know Him and the power of His resurrection. See, God is revealing. Say, a little at a time to us, even apostles. Apostle Paul is saying, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. There's the power of his resurrection. And the fellowship of his suffering. There's the fellowship of his suffering that we have suffered with him to gain that eternal glory and live with him. Be made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. Apostle Paul is saying, you mean you have not attained to the resurrection of the dead? The first, the dead in Christ that you arise first. It's not automatic. It's the qualification required. Apostle Paul is making us know here in verse 11 of, of Philippians chapter 3, verse 11. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead. What? It's a qualification. Verse 12 said, Not as though I had already attained. If Apostle Paul that was preaching to everybody saying, Not as though I had already attained. What about you and me? You better strive to enter in. Either we're already perfect. See, I'm not perfect yet. But I follow after, so he wants us to keep on pressing on. If that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus, that I may apprehend that he is still pressing on to make sure that he gets what Christ has calling for. Christ has calling for all these things. We want to make sure that we get it. Brethren, Master Timothy said, "I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do." forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So he's saying he's pressing. If Apostle Paul is pressing, you and I better keep pressing. And that's why he's warning uh, and everybody in verse 15 of that. Eh? Let us therefore, as many as want to be perfect, be thus minded. If you want to be perfect, be a thought mind that, that you don't think you have got it yet. Keep pressing on. And if anything, you'll be otherwise, God shall reveal this to you. So I say, God is revealing it to us right now that don't count yourself to have accepted it, to have as, apprehended this thing. Keep pressing on. Don't give in. Don't give up. Don't relax. Don't rest on your laurels. Keep pressing on. And let's read on. I'll go back to 2nd. Peter chapter 1 that we are reading. Verse 11 is what we are reading. said, Entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly unto the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We that will not fall, we that have crossed that line that Christ said, if you pass this line in your running race, you will never fall. Those who will never fall, according to Apostle Peter's letter here, those are the ones that this entrance shall be ministered unto abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It was the Holy Ghost that ministered that entrance and is trained to us as we are told. Keep adding these things to our faith, And if we keep pleasantly doing that, we shall never fall. And then this entrance will be in the Spirit. And then we are calling, we are sealed in. It's an entrance that seals us into the kingdom of God. Verse 12 of Second Peter chapter 1. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and be established in the present truth. So I know you know them, but I'm reminding you. Master, said, and I think it meet as long as I am in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. So he was reminding them that as long as he, he, he was still alive physically, he wanted to keep reminding them that keep pressing down. Don't give in, don't think you have got it yet. Keep striving to enter in. Verse 14 says, knowing that shortly I must put up this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed me. So by this time he was writing this second episode, he was saying. The Lord has showed to him that he was going to put off his tabernacle of flesh. The body, our body is the tabernacle of flesh, he was talking about. He was going to put it off means that he was going to be killed or die, and go to meet the Lord. His spirit and soul will go and meet the Lord. That's what he was saying. He said, the Lord has already revealed that to him that it was time for him to go. Verse 14, he said, knowing that shortly I must put off this my tabernacle, even as our Lord Jesus Christ has showed. The body that we are wearing is just, just a house. The real you is inside, the real me is inside there, looking through these eyes, looking out through this eyes. That's why I was pointing out when I said we are, when in the body, when the egg is forming in the body of a of a, of a woman, the spirit is inside that spam that enter that egg and is gestating. The consciousness will show you in the telescope that you can see this thing that like chicken like this. The, they call it gestation time. It will take almost nine months, it's forming, the eyes begin to form, the head is forming, the legs, You can't don't stop that process, it will be a, pre, a, a deformed body. It has to complete, then you have all the fingers complete, all the fingernails complete. It takes nine months for the human body. The same, all the animals have their own different gestation period. And God is saying this is the same thing that we are going to go through to come to the fullness of Christ. We are to change from glory unto glory as we behold the glory of God. We are looking unto Him like him are looking through the glass. We are beholding the image of God and the glory of God and we are to change. Our spirit is going to change to the image of Christ, where we will be like Him, in a glorified body. But it is from glory unto glory. It's not instantly. It's not one-time shot. It's going to be from glory unto glory, just like the body that is changing in the womb of a woman. It's not going to change instantly. It's gradually, you can see that he has a head. Suddenly, you begin to see that he has a finger, and that takes nine months for to, to to form out of the womb. The same way we are changing from glory unto glory to become the image of Christ, and that is what our Peter is telling us in the revelation here. And he says he's going to go away right now, but he say he's reminding the believers to remember this. Verse 15 of 2nd Peter chapter 1. Moreover, I will endeavor as I will try that ye may be able after my disease to have these things always in the memory. You mean after he is there, he say he will still try to make you remember this thing. Oh, he's going to tell us why he believed that God is going to be using him to a womb Helping believers from the spirit world, he can help believers to remind these things. That's what he said. So, I will endeavor, I will try to be able to put this thing, bring you to remembrance all these things. How are you going to be do that? Are you after my disease, to have these things always in memory of you, or always in memory. I will endeavor that ye may be able, after my disease, to have these things always in memory. Is it because he wrote it down? So, that's one way but he was saying something more than just that I'm writing now so that you can remember it. No. He's saying after my disease, I will endure. You see that? I will endure after my disease. Verse 16. Tell us the secret he was telling us. Therefore we have not followed... This is the mystery he was telling us. He said, we have not followed cunningly devised fables when we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitness of his majesty. That is, he's saying, we have not followed uh, in a fable this, this guy is the lord of the spirit and lord of of, of the physical and when he has showed to apostle Peter that when you when you come over to the other side and when you die you will still be able to be ministering to the believers from the spirit that's why he was saying here that after he said after i have this i will devote to try to keep this thing in your remembrance after he was there yes yeah, not just what you wrote that you will still be like angels, ministering to the saints from the other side. That's what he was alluding to him. And he said, how do you know that? He said, you are not following the kindly divisible. We know what you are following. This is the Lord of the heavens and the, is the Lord of the Spirit. And the Lord of the physical. When we made known unto you the power and power of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For you receive from God the Father honor and glory. When there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. So we know we are following the truth. And this voice which came from heaven, we heard when we were with him in the holy mountain. And his first time he said, We have a more sure word of prophecy than just our experience. See, we saw it. The scripture also said this thing about Christ. Therefore, you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shineth in the dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. See, you are doing well by believing because what we are saying is truth. And we not only just witness it, experience it. It was recorded by the prophets. But he said, knowing this first, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation, he said that what we read of the prophets, no, they are not a private thing, we are not interpreting to mean this. No, that is what God meant. That's what he meant by, it. no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. Because the Jews may like to say, when well, you guys are interpreting it to fit your doctrine, you are interpreting what Isaiah says to fit your doctrine. No, this is what God meant when it's read it through Isaiah. How do you do know that's what God meant? God confirmed it. That's why a voice came from him and said, This is my beloved son. Hear ye him. He, he. That's what he was saying. The scriptures are clear. Verse 21 says, For the prophecy came not in old time by the will of man, but holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So this thing we are saying is true. You say you do well to believe it. God bless you. We continue in the next broadcast. Amen. you.